Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. back to the intoxicated podcast if you are just finding this podcast and are a new listener this is a podcast where i have my friends on and we shoot the shit about life over some drinks this week is a first in intoxicated history this is the first week that i'm having somebody on the podcast who i hardly know for the most part everyone who has done this show has known me for a while and there's already a comfort level there um, this week, I did something totally different. So a couple of weekends ago, I actually volunteered at Halcon. Um, it was awesome. One of the things I got to do while I was there was check out a podcasting 101 panel. I got in that lineup, was all alone, I was feeling kind of like a loser. And I say it in this episode, but I kind of felt like at Halcon, I was the not cool person. <laughs> um... Because I wasn't half as nerdy as the people who were at Halcon. But this was my chance to take part in something that I could really take advantage of. Um, the tips and tricks from the local greats on the podcasting scene. So uh, it was it was awesome. But while I was in the lineup, I interjected in a conversation taking place in front of me. And I met Cole. I striked up a conversation with Cole. Just kind of being like, hey, you like podcasts? I like podcasts. Let's talk about podcasts. And we bonded right away over our love for My Favorite Murder. Um, Ended up adding each other on Facebook. And then the week came along when I needed a guest. And Cole was down to do it. Now, one thing I want to say is I went into the episode not knowing hardly anything about this person. Just knowing that they were a positive, fun energy. Someone who was down to talk about anything. And that's all I needed, really. And let me tell you, this episode is a doozy. We talked about growing up in a small town. We talked about coming out. We talked about polyamory, sexuality, finding your identity, um, figuring out who you are, and how you love, really, at the end of it all. Um, So super duper awesome episode. I'm so glad I met Cole. It's really nice to know that people are out there who are really open to get on mic and talk about stuff like this because hey, this ain't some light stuff. This is kind of heavy stuff and um, it's stuff that I'm fascinated about because I don't want to have people on who are just like me. I want people from all walks of life and this is what we got. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. It is... Whew, just it's awesome you I can't even I can't even do a credit in this intro you just need to listen really is the fact of the matter and Cole is coming back on um so this was kind of like a a really big overview um Cole will be back to narrow in on different subjects and I cannot wait another thing I should add is that Cole is not a drinker um that's another kind of intoxicated first uh so here's the thing with that when the guest is amazing and awesome I don't give a shit if they don't drink so I'm gonna have them on regardless uh (laughs) it was still an amazing conversation. Um, No social lubricant on this one. Just two people who hardly know each other chatting away and getting to know each other and talking about life and sexuality and, and all that fun stuff. 
I gotta say, I was having a really, really rough week. Lots of lots of life stuff going on that was getting me down. Um, and obviously all of the terrible events that are happening also really got me down. So this conversation really kind of re-energized me, really made me realize why I do this podcast, which is connecting with people. And um, this time I connected with someone I, I hardly knew. And it's the start of what I think is going to be a wonderful friendship. As per usual, make sure you are subscribed on iTunes and Google Play, wherever you find podcasts, and also make sure you check out Intoxicated Reviews, our separate channel for TV and movies, hosted by Corey. There is a new episode up all about season three of Rick and Morty. This is a show that everyone loves that I cannot seem to get into for the life of me. So yeah, I'm a weirdo. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, I will be giving it another chance. So hopefully once I do, I will finally fit in with everybody on this planet who loves this show. Um, and obviously make sure you're subscribed um, to Intoxicated Reviews. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated. If you want to find all the episodes under one roof, you can go to our website. That's www.intoxicatedpodcast.com. Be sure to let me know what you thought of the episode. Uh, If there are subjects that you are particularly fascinated about, I would love to cover those subjects for you. So feel free to leave a comment or you can send me an email at intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. Now, I'm going to shut the fuck up and get to this epic episode with Cole. Welcome back, everyone, to the Intoxicated Podcast. I don't know what that was. That was my game show voice. I didn't really understand. This is a first in Intoxicated history for two reasons. The guest is not drinking, but that's okay because I support non-drinking people. But also, I hardly know you. We have Cole on the show. Hello. Welcome, Cole. How's it going? It is going great. With my, what am I drinking? Perrier water? Perrier with per- lemon and uh, thin cans, which it, is I always have in my apartment. It tastes like dish soap. <laughs> Does it really? <laughs> yes. I feel like it's like palm olive like in a glass. Oh, shit. But Hopefully always- that glass like was rinsed. Oh, no. It always tastes like dish soap. And mm. I just, I'm just like, I don't care. It's fancy. And okay. Makes me, you, like, it makes feel you feel good. Yeah, but better. So this is hilarious. Because this was kind of an impromptu podcast, but um, normally we start... Well, actually, let's start with what we're drinking. So you're okay, drinking the Perrier. I am drinking a Caesar because I'm still an alcoholic, and that's never going to change. But you know what? Fuck it. No judge. No judgment. And that's the thing. I'm like, I don't give a shit if people want to be sober on my show because an awesome guest is... No, like, get out. Yeah, yeah. If you're an awesome <laughs> guest, I could care less. So... It's, we can it coexist. Is, is there? Do you not drink for a reason? Well, there's a couple reasons. One, mm. I'm diabetic. Okay, uh, since That's I was a like one. a kid, and I've never figured out how to drink. Mm. It's like I drank once or twice. I've got drunk like three times. I, th- I got drunk in a convent, and I got drunk in high school. Yeah. Once I was legal age, I'm like, there is no fun in drinking anymore. That's true. So Fair I enough. Am done. Yeah. Is, and is that that's the main reason? Probably. Yeah, that's the main reason. Like I also just like to be like downer. My like totally lots of alcoholics in the family was like, I could not let yeah. me not drink. That's one hundred percent understandable. <laughs> I I I commend anyone who can do that. But regardless, we're going to cheers anyway. Cheers with our beverages. Get, yeah, we're gonna just we're gonna do it anyway. But fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. I am drinking a like a canned like 
from a can a Caesar. Um, it is what it is. Does it's that make it better bad. or worse? It actually really isn't that bad. I don't got the sal- the celery salt on it, but it's still pretty good. But it's let's start with our friendship origin story, which was one week ago. <laughs> <laughs> dream sequence <laughs> normally I was t- I was telling Cole before we started that like normally I have people on who have known me for like at least a year or like you know like a significant amount like, of time you know them and we don't really know each other that like I mean we talked about before this but we met at Halcon yeah it was quite like in the line I can't yeah. remember I was like talking yeah. to my partner and you just kind of was like hi I kind of <laughs> we were in the line so I, I was actually volunteering at Halcon, but I was off shift at the time, and I wanted to check out the podcasting panel. Um, and what I noticed right away was, like, this line is way shorter than all the other lines. Like, are we the nerds? Like, you know how, like, back in the day, like, you're, you said you were 31, right? You're 31. Yes. So back in the day, like, the nerds were the uncool people. I feel like at Halcon, I was like the uncool person because I'm not that nerdy I feel that all the time yeah I'm not a nerd in the right way way. me either but I love podcasts obviously I have one um so I wanted to go to that panel and I was just like oh this this panel did not get that good of a turnout but whatever I want to make friends so that's why I butted into your conversation I don't even know what I said to you I think I was just like you guys, do you guys have a, I think I asked, like, do you have a podcast or something? Yeah, I was like, do I you think, like, I, I think you opened up with a, I feel like a nerd. <laughs> I can see that. Probably. Probably that was the case. And I was like, do you guys like podcasts? <laughs> I was like, yes, we like podcasts. We're in a thing for Oh my podcasts. God. But then all that's like, within two minutes, you're just like, my favorite murder? Yeah. I'm like, yes. I don't know what it is. I feel like I can find murderinos just based off of an energy. Oh yeah. I met another one. You can, like, I think I almost felt bad for my poor partner. I felt like it were two excited dogs. <laughs> we just started like, <laughs> and jumping like we were yeah, like best friends from high school because <laughs> I think uh, yeah because I was telling you about mine and then and then and then because Jordan from the nighttime podcast was on the panel and also who was the other guy uh the person from sick boy yeah Taylor from sick boy and then heart eyes heart eyes heart eyes I got to meet him after by the way it was amazing who did I uh, per- oh my god is it I feel so bad for the person that I can't remember their name the Cyril Cyril Caf- Cafe. 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 Yeah. yeah I forget his name too shit I should have looked that up before starting but yeah the, the host of the Cyril Cafe which is another Halifax yeah. podcast and I ran into him and talked to him when he was vending oh nice yeah. I should have done that I realized I had a conversation with him in my um uh, my in the next day wearing a cosplay ah! and you would have no clue who I am because I had like a giant fake head on. You have you had like <laughs> two separate conversations with him as two separate people. I, and then no one no one can know I could like badmouth myself. Yeah. There you go. But then there was another guy too that you really liked. Oh I would say for Jordan part of uh Jordan. Uh, Jordan but oh okay Okay, the other yeah. guy had another, a different show. But oh, yeah. oh, oh, I'm a Pete's Paranormal. Pete's Paranormal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy. Yeah, Pete's Paranormal Chronicles, the host of that show, was also on the panel. And so I think we started talking about that, and I mentioned, oh, I also love My Favorite Murder. Oh, no, I, I actually remember. Yeah. I think you said your opening line was, hi, what podcast do you listen to? Yeah, And yeah. then it went, 
I don't know, true crime, and you went, my favorite murder, and then we just started doing the excitable dog thing. And then someone else came in, because she heard us say crime, or something, and gave us the flyers for 36 Times Podcast, which is another local true crime Halifax podcast. Or, well, Nova Scotia, I guess they're in Truro. but yeah. and, they, um, and they do, yeah, Canadian true crime. Yeah, and then she came in. And yeah, it was just, it was just really cool. And but she kind of like really walked cool. in and said, "Did somebody say true crime?" Right? But that's what you gotta do. It didn't feel real. I was just like, "Am I in a dream?" Right? This doesn't seem like a real thing. Yeah. So podcast plug thirty six times podcast. Go subscribe to them um, because I I have not listened yet, admittedly, but I will soon. Oh, they're good. Yeah, and I hope to get them on the show. Maybe do like a little crossover situation. I can't remember the last time. I like I don't want to toot my own horn. I just mm. listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, mm. like a lot, and it's like usually like you'll look down the list, and I'll like I recognize most of these, but this I was like, oh, these are things I'm not all aware of. Yeah, because it's like Canadian true crime, which I should be up on, but I'm not. Exactly mm. right. Uh, I love the nighttime podcast. Um, do, are you into cereal? <laughs> but um, uh, cereal was like one of my first, like, I jumped yeah. on cereal. Same. But then I didn't like season two. Me like, either. Like, I did not wasn't my. I have certain things I like, and I usually don't like listening to stories that, like, are, like, military-based. Just, like, nothing about it. Just it doesn't, like, make me, like, I am glued to this. That's yeah. not my I'm going to spend all day binge listening type of thing. Right. Yeah, no, that, that's understandable. Um, what other ones do I listen to that are true crime related? S-Town, that's like kind of around the serial. I can't get S-Town on Google Play. Ah, oh, that sucks that Android people don't get as much access to No, I feel like we're ignored. Yeah. And it'll be like, if you like us, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and rate and review us. And, I'm and you like, can't review on, on Google, Google Play. No. I had a couple of friends be like, I want to leave you guys a review, but like, I can't. And I was just like, fuck, that sucks. And it's like, feels like I'm letting down my podcast because I'm an Android user. Nah, not at all. No, as like, long as you download and you're not letting people down. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> if you download you're not letting us you, down you won't let us down if you download um, but that's hilarious yeah I, I, we actually right before this we were talking about just kind of this new digital age and you mentioned you said something interesting about how you didn't watch movies or TV for like a year because you were all about just podcasts yeah I and, am such an audio person yeah like people like I feel people voice friendships on what movies and television, what media they're consuming is how we connect now. Yeah, that's very true. And like people will be like, what are you watching? And I'm like, I'm not watching anything. <laughs> I'm listening to a lot though. Yeah. And that's why like when people are like, oh, do you like a podcast? And I'm like looking at my Google Play and I'm like, I'm probably subscribed to like 60 podcasts. Yeah. It's like, it's all I do. And I like it because it can be constantly working with your life I feel like yeah. when I just binge visual media it is kind of negative for me because I'm just like in bed just watching things but when I'm listening to a podcast I'm living my life I'm like going for a walk I'm doing my dishes I'm doing some of my job I am just still mm-hmm. living like podcasts are with me while I live you fucking nailed it mm-hmm. you really nailed it because what I get 
I have a lot of friends who are like, I don't really know about this podcast thing. Like, how do you listen? Like, when do you listen? And I always say the two C's, cleaning and commuting. Because you're still doing stuff. And it's like the ideal time because, or yeah, like if you're in your car, put on a podcast. I listen to so much when I'm just doing housework around the house. Uh, I'll put a podcast on and before you know it that hour is gone and you listen to a whole episode that would be like I know it sounds really cheesy but what don't when do you not listen, listen. to podcasts and I feel like the Sleeping? answer is sex <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well actually I don't I, I, I've never done that have you no I can't that is that is okay. not on things I've done <laughs> people listening if you're listening to this episode right now and you have someone in your life, start having sex with them as you're listening to yeah, this episode. Yeah, we're giving you consent to get it on while listening to And then to tell this. me that you did it. And how was it? Did it, did we help? Did we not help? <laughs> Who knows? It's like music. I've listened to music, but I can't say I've... Well, at least sometimes I think it's happened. Like, everyone's, like, watched a movie or something. Yeah. But like, let's put on a podcast and yeah. have a moment. Have I a don't moment. think. Oh my god. But yeah, because sleeping, I actually, that was, mm. I listen to a lot of podcasts to fall asleep. I, there's one that, which one do you listen to? Um, this is, I try to find true prog, it's horrible, I'm a horrible person. I sleep to true crime podcasts. You sleep, <laughs> I feel like I listen to those in the morning when like it's daylight and there's nothing scary about my surroundings. There's one called Sleep With Me. Um, and it's literally a dude who has a very monotone voice and he just kind of rambles on about anything. Could be anything. Could be talking about this Kleenex box. Um, he just talks about useless stuff, but because his voice is so monotone, it literally like puts, it helps people sleep. I tried and that was the thing because it was so random and on purpose to get you to sleep, I couldn't fall asleep. Interesting. But it's, I like, I have a very, I have a criteria to my falling asleep thing. It has to be something that I've listened to before so I won't get in my head about it and try to listen. Yeah. Um. So something I know, something that is kind of what I like, but maybe not the best. Right. I so that you don't feel you have to take it all in. Like, I'll start listening time. to it and I'll start zoning out because I'm not really interested and I'll start falling asleep. Or, th- or like, I used to listen to, I like... I used to listen to My Favorite Murder. That's how I found it and started listening to it as a sleep podcast, but then I liked it too much. Right? Okay. <laughs> My Favorite Murder... If you guys are listening to this and you're not subscribed, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. Please subscribe to that podcast. It's one of my favorites. Like, I would almost say it is my favorite podcast. Like, it's my favorite. My favorite murder is my favorite podcast. Um, MFP. MFP. <laughs> uh, would you say, question for you, mm-hmm. are you more of a Karen or a Georgia? I'm a Georgia. I am too. Really? I, I don't know. I... Do you get I a Karen vibe from me? A Karen. I want to be Karen. No offense to Georgia. Karen makes me laugh more, I think, than Georgia does. But I relate to Georgia more, if that makes sense. I don't think I'm tough enough to be a Karen. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> they should have a quiz for this. It is. There's is, a BuzzFeed is, quiz. Is Are there you Karen really? or Georgia? Oh, my God. Also, I think it might be a Steven, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> He has a podcast too, eh? The Percast? The the he has that, but he also has a Jurassic Park. 
He podcast. has more? They yeah. have not mentioned he, that. They're always talking about the podcast. <laughs> he has a podcast about cats and a podcast about Jurassic Park. So Steven is amazing. Dreamboat. I, I love him. You know what I think what might be cool and fun? What? Can you pull up your Google Play right now? And should we switch phones and look what each other's subscribed oh to? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't be embarrassed. No, I, I'm, think it's, I think I'm, it's good. <laughs> you're scrolling through right now being like, it's like when you're, when you, okay, so we're going to switch phones and we're going to look at what each other is subscribed to. I feel like to we listen we to very different, different things. I have some true crime stuff in there. You can, t- you can tell I'm mostly about the, the stabby stabby and the paranormal. Yeah. Some other stuff. Who's the conspiracy guys? Or those those, those conspiracy, conspiracy guys. guys. They're um uh, two. I love their voices. Maybe I just because the sound of uh are they Scott? No, they're they're Irish. It's a bunch of Irish guys talking about like conspiracies and stuff like that. I want to listen. Oh, unexplained. Yeah, this I, is not fair. I don't get this on my Google Play. Damn I'm it! To find it. Oh, turn me on. Yeah, that's a, that is a that would be um, Jeremy from Sick Boy, his other podcast that he has with his wife. Um, it's really really good. So actually, we don't have as much in common as I thought. We have a few yeah. things that I I do listen to, but I can't listen to. I can't have it on my subscription. Damn, that sucks. Or you that I have a lot of subscriptions. I like can't. I will say. Like, I'm not lying about this shit. I love pod... And I have mostly... I used to not listen to anything that wasn't uh, fictionalized. Oh, interesting. And I'm now kind of came the corner. Came the corner? That... (laughs) I don't know if that's an actual (laughs) phrase. You're not even drunk. (laughs) Well, I pick up on people... I know this sounds like kind of like woo-woo and stuff like that, but I really... When people get... Other people get drunk, I start to get tipsy. I and I also find like I I'm someone who comes off as drunk when I'm not like just being a loud personality people are like you're hammered and I'm like nah no. totally sober like I've went to um uh, like I I really like industrial music it's like oh. my fave thing yeah. and like when I get to just like dance and be a cheesy goth kid I'm at my happiness and I've like ran to people after they're like man like you were like fucking out of it last night like were you on MDMA and I'm like I was stone cold sober (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome though because you don't need how bad is my dancing because then you don't don't need to do those things those things cost money they do and if I already feel like that I'm like why am I putting it more on sometimes it's hard not to be like cheesy like I don't drink but I'm like I don't need that to have fun I'm weird anyways there you go it's like Jenna Marbles Jenna Marbles always said I'm my what's going on in my head is weird enough I don't need drugs to make it even weirder (laughs) that is true feel like if I make it through this podcast without snorting, like, <laughs> snorting my Perrier, I am, I need a Feel little free to, <laughs> Um It's really funny. So when, when you mentioned about wanting to do the show, uh, like, I messaged you and I was like, so, because I said, intoxicated is usually about one of two things. It's either you want to rant and get something off your chest, or if you're, like, super knowledgeable about something that maybe I'm not so much knowledgeable about. And you wrote... Well, um, you, you said vegan, polyamorous, learning disability. And I was like, you're in. <laughs> Welcome. 
welcome to the show. So do you want to give a Sparks Notes version, I guess, of like like who you are, what your deal is? What, what my dealio? What your dealio is? <laughs> now I'm all like, oh. So it's on you now. It's on like, you now. Who I am as a person or yeah. about what these three things are. Yeah, well, as a person, okay. I guess. So you're you said you are thirty one? I am thirty one. I look like I'm like fifteen. I do too, so don't even worry about it. No, no, I feel like people say that, oh, I look young, but no, people actually think I look young. I was in the pool once and a twelve year old <laughs> came up to me and went, Hi, what grade are you in? Oh no. And I'm like no grade. I'm in my, I think I was like 28. I'm like, I'm 28. And oh, like, God. what? I thought you were a little kid. And I was like, what is my life? Yee. Yeah. Well, that's also a trans thing. Trans guys just tend to look sometimes like boys. If yeah. You, I either get just like, hello, miss, or like, <laughs> do you do you need parent, parent accompaniment to this movie? I'm like, uh, oh. You're like, one day I'll have this right. I wish you could be a man, <laughs> not just a boy, a man. Um, well, then you, well, you just said it. So when, when did that, when did this happen? I think because always... you're also from. Okay, here's what I want to okay, know. Okay, okay like, okay, like okay. my first question to you is: You said you're from Cape Breton. Yes, I am. So was that difficult? I was. I wasn't out, or I just didn't really understand myself yet at that time. I came yeah. out as a lesbian in Cape Breton, which was kind of interesting. I think I was came out at that age where, like, the school system was trying so hard, but it was still really like. Really? A new thing, air quotes, air quotes, uh, yeah. where I got called to the office for them to tell me it was okay I was gay oh. and said I could bring my girlfriend to prom. And my first thought was, now I have to find a date to prom. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, girlfriend? That was that was the next hurdle I had to overcome. Like, thanks, now I just feel like a total loser. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> they just assumed you had a girlfriend? Or at least could get a date. Like. <laughs> God love you. So how old were you when you came out as a lesbian? Uh, came out as a lesbian, I was 17. Okay. And it was kind of like a weird twofer? Is that a term? Is that what you say? Two double... <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the two birds, one stone, stone. thing uh, yeah, okay, of it. like... Yeah. I realized I was gay and then dumped my boyfriend and then also realized I was not monogamous. Like, okay. everything kind of happened once with that. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. so that's super interesting. Yeah, like, I... Okay, there's a weird rambling story. It might not make sense. Oh, my I'm God. Gonna tell it. Tell it. This is the podcast for a rambling story. <laughs> okay, so I was 17. I was, like... I grew up very religious. Um, Ooh, I was like, Yeah, gonna be a nun. No, shut... <laughs> okay, she has walked away. <laughs> I was... What? Okay, okay, sorry. I'm, I'm just very, like, I'm very excited to hear this, but I'm also just, like, another card for you? Like, you, you're giving me all the cards. Used to be... Want to be a nun. Okay. Why? Um, so I... <laughs> so, I... Basically, I was told by the Catholic Church that it's okay to be gay as long as you don't think about it, do it, and become a nun or a priest. How can you be it without thinking about it? Or 
That Catholic guilt. That Catholic guilt, though. Oh my god. That, oh. That, <laughs> fuck. God damn. So I was trying really hard with that. I tried everything in the book to try to be a heterosexual. Wow. <laughs> it d- didn't quite work. Didn't quite work. Did you, and you had relationships with guys? It's funny, like, now I date men. Right. But I went for this, like, I was like, probably, okay, I'll have to do this linear, because this is still, yeah, yeah, yeah. still a story. Yeah, okay. yeah, High linear. school, we just have to... High school, <laughs> have a Catholic boyfriend. I'm very Catholic. We didn't do at, like barely anything sexual besides just like awkward. Well, like you don't know where parts of the body are. You just touched my urethra, <laughs> or like your inner thigh. Like they're just going at your thigh. They're like, like this is hey, not where this is. You're way too left right now. You need to go center. Like what are those like like those things that people like the like and the the road strips for planes? Yes, like. like Strip? Yeah, when you have like the person that is like directing. Yeah. Oh uh, yes, yes. You need one of those. This one. This one. <laughs> you need. One. Wouldn't wouldn't sex be better if we all just had one of those down there directing people where to go? Left slow, slow. Yeah, slow. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, yeah. So my life just consists of really awkward Catholic not sex. Yeah. And oh, wow. like I was just. I, I think I told him I was bisexual and he was just like and like yeah and then it was like yeah. like said that I could like maybe see girls but not guys I'm like uh, this is not you know you're obviously not comfortable with this yeah. and then so after school one day I was just like talking to this random guy in the back steps of my high school and like like inside like what are those called the corridors like mm-hmm. stairwell mm-hmm. and he was just like talking and i was like yeah i'm pretty sure i'm a dyke and he was like like oh really like so like you just like sex with your boyfriend bad and i was like oh we've never had sex and it was like really and then somehow from i'm a dyke and his answer was well if it doesn't mean anything, then you can just give me a blowjob. And for some what? reason, seventeen-year-old me thought that was the most infallible, perfect logic. So you did it in the corridor. Yeah, um, first time I ever did anything sexual, corridor of a high school. Wow, that's really weird logic, though. I feel like it just plays into so much weird Catholic fucked upness. It's okay; you won't enjoy it. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you still friends with this guy? Oh no, I have oh, no clue. Yeah. Like, it just oh, yeah. like okay, sucked his dick a couple times in the in school. And and never saw him again. <laughs> when you did it, were you just like, this confirms everything for me? <laughs> it should show a lot of things about my sexual preferences in the future but yeah. because it was kind of like okay for me just to be like ew it was kind of the best sex i had at that time interesting yes i'm just like interesting like, i don't have to particularly enjoy this this is making this cool because i was just having to pretend that i did the whole time wow like with my boyfriend and i was like eh, this is okay because I was still in the closet to everyone else. Right. So it was like something that made it a little bit more doable. Okay. So I did that. And then the right after I was like, I cheated. And I was like, I am never going to be monogamous. I am not good at this. Yeah. I don't if you, want if you to jump at a, at a corridor blowjob. <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't. <laughs> I'm not like 70 year old me knew this. Like this was not the road for success for me. And I didn't want to like hurt him. Like my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I never wanted to be dishonest. 
So I just, the next day, I didn't tell him why. I think I told him why, like, months later. But I was, like, just said, I'm like, I'm pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> this is done. Like, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty gay. You can go from bi to pretty gay. I had the case of the homos. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then, so that was, like, that was, so that would have been, yeah, like, grade 12? Yeah, that was, like, grade okay. 12. Which Shit. is funny because it, he wouldn't talk to me for like six months and then we became friends again. But then he was in some sort of math class and I told, like I put too much on, I told him not to tell anyone I was gay because mm. I didn't, I wasn't out to anyone besides right. him and didn't, he told his like best friend because you know, he was upset and everyone asked him why we broke up. And so he told him and then one day during a fight in math class, said she did some joke like across the across the what is that called the desk like across the room yeah 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 and basically it's like blah 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 like like you know your girlfriend won't have sex with you something stupid and he didn't answer was like well at least I didn't turn my girlfriend gay and small school Cape Breton everybody knew who that was oh shit and I was like on a free period and all of a sudden like he was just like running towards me and I was just like had, he had this looking face I went what did you do wow. <laughs> he's like I may have just told the whole class you were gay <laughs> no big deal just outed you to everybody and then it just like after him a swarm of people came and it was like obviously it was probably like two or three people but in my 17 year old mind I just saw this like swarm of wow. people coming and I was just holy fuck god damn it so was it did you get did you what was what was that like like did you have a bad experience i was very with, lucky that's good very you, you very hear often a lot of people having bad experiences in a small town yeah. i think it was just enough for things to be progressive you know like i had a few shitty comments you know life yeah like but besides like those few small things it was really good like they were trying to be very progressive of the school, but it was, like, they did so awkwardly. Like, they took me to class and asked yeah. me, like, out of class, took me to the principal's office and told me it was okay for me to bring my girlfriend or a date. And I'll, all my thought was just, like, I don't have a date. Yeah. I'm this awkward <laughs> you, queer kid. You're trying to figure everything out. <laughs> like, you're figuring it out for yourself. And now, all of a sudden, my principal wants me to... Find a lady. And uh, <laughs> did you find a date to pro? I, I I did. And then like we like parked in my dad's driveway because I don't have a relationship with him, but he let me park in his driveway. Because uh. like the, the party was like next to his house. And he and she totally like slept with some dude like while I was in the car. What? <laughs> okay. Wow. Like, really? That's like right over the movie. I know, I have my moments. <laughs> That's insane. So you kind of figured out the that sexuality thing. Part, and I thought that, okay, I'm a lesbian. That's right. But it, that never felt quite what it was. Mm -hmm. and it didn't really fit me. And I think I was in my early 20s when I was just like, oh. Like, I always kind of knew since I was little. Like, I was... Like I was, I always felt like I was this happy little boy. And then when school came and I had to be something that wasn't a boy, it was just like, what, um, what you're changing the rules. I don't like this. Right. And it's like kind of always what I was. And I like, I always, it wasn't, 
okay, this is something really awkward. And no. because it's like yeah. the sanctity of intoxicated, mm-hmm. I actually didn't understand anatomy very well because Kate Breton. I thought <laughs> that's, yeah. all, that's all you have to say because Kate Breton. Because Kate Breton, I didn't understand shit. And I actually thought I was intersexed. Oh, really? So my entire childhood, it like I somehow I managed to watch a documentary when I was younger and confuse things so much that it wasn't that I was trans. It was like, in my mind, someday people are going to figure out that I'm not a girl. <sighs> that I didn't think I was a, like, I thought biologically that I was intersexed. Interesting. Yeah. And so I, how I think I was like almost a teenager before like I think it was like grade seven or eight when we they had because Cape Redden even had like a blurry slide. I didn't have glasses yet. So I was just like Huh <laughs> What what's going on down there? <laughs> Improve your PowerPoints, Cape Redden. Oh my it wasn't what was those things? It was like those projectors Projector. the slides? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, I mean, sex education, I mean, even in Anaganesh was pretty shitty. Yeah, you guys are a bit better than us, but you also were just, like, soaked in Catholic. Oh, yeah, soaked in that Catholic guilt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's, that's crazy. So then how did... So then how did you figure out that you weren't that? Well, I think it was called, you know, becoming a teenager <laughs> and, and figuring out how anatomy worked mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. It eventually just kicked in. It just kicked in. You're like, mm-hmm. Okay, I know what's up Yeah, now. just like learning what sex is. You eventually yeah. kind of figure out the yeah. a little bit more concrete version than like what you think in your head it is. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Oh my god. Yeah, so like once I figured that out, I was just almost more confused. I was like, okay, yeah. I guess I'm a girl now. I still didn't feel weird. And I was like 19, 20 where I started to figure it out. And then I was about 23 when I started being like, okay, this is what I am. And I also found like queer punk community and just surrender myself with all these lovely like gender queer and trans folks and i was like oh i'm this this is this 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 i get it you found your people my 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 people i had my little cocoon of people like me that's awesome now but But yeah that's how i was just like oh i get it and so like i think it's been how old am I now? Yeah, it's been like seven or eight years. Right now, I'm just on the cusp of now going like medically and going on um, uh, uh, having testosterone jabbed into my butt. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's the first date. My partner was just like, when I told him that I'm trying to get that stuff done, he was just like, can I, can I jab you with the needle? And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Do it. Yes, you can stab me in the butt. <laughs> so here's what I'm curious about. Yes. So what is dating like during this time for you? Like dating being So trans. you're you're with someone now. Mm-hmm. But like what has your journey been with what? with dating? Because you mentioned how it makes D- online dating very weird and oh, oh. awkward. Oh, yeah, there's a few things. Well they have, again you have to like compound everything. Mm-hmm. Dating while trans, dating while queer. Yeah. And dating while poly. Yeah. So it's a Venn diagram. Yeah, you're a Venn diagram. I'm the like, most boring person. Like, I could not Tinder date. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but honestly, though, I feel like it really is becoming more of a thing now. Because I'm, like, on Tinder, and I'm, like, swiping, and I'm like, everyone is poly. It feels like being monogamous is not cool. 
But Polly's trending. I'm not gonna lie. It is like what? Like you, you figured out pretty young that you weren't, you didn't want to be monogamous. No. So, but you have a partner right now. Yes. But you, you're. So, what's the, what's the, the deal with your relationship? It's just open. Do you well, let other we're, people we're in? Pretty, we're pretty new. I mm-hmm. think it's like six months. Okay, that's together. pretty new. So, right now, it has like it's come up in small amounts. This moment, I'm like, wait, as I slept. I slept with anyone else and I'm yeah. like, like in the beginning I think I was like flowing around with this some person when I like started to be like with my partner I'm like I think we're like a thing like mm-hmm. that moment of it's like yeah. this is something gonna happen but the other thing kind of like melted away but right now we are totally open to having other people but it's not like there's so many different types I'm like I feel like if you look up like Polly, there's probably a million so Instagrams. Not yeah. Instagrams. Instagrams. That should be maps. But <laughs> diagrams of making diagrams dumb of straight people understand. Uh, that would be great. Like, I need an Instagraphic for this. I need an Instagraphic for that. That would yeah. actually be pretty good. Somebody get on that shit. Instagrams. <laughs> Instagrams. I love it. But yeah, there's many different forms. I like some people like only want people that are like it's about like relationships and people's just about sex and you can't have that connection but i think something that we would i think my heart would be very complete we found a third i love triads okay triads make me so happy Happy. yeah it's like like a relationship with three people for some reason just makes me feel really balanced it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a sounding board right yeah, yeah, and it's just like without like for me like Polly is we all have different needs, and yes. also I know a lot of people see Polly as just fulfilling different needs with different people. Yeah, because if you have different sexual appetites, it doesn't mean that you, relationship has to end. But everyone always likes to talk to me like, "Oh, wouldn't you get jealous?" And I'm just like, I'm pretty sure people in monogamous relationships get jealous. It doesn't make like I'm not saying that. A poly relationship is never broken up because they're poly, but mm-hmm. I feel like some relationships broke up because just because they're not poly and they didn't realize there's other options a way to handle things. Ooh, that's very true. So it's just like some people like to like tote polyamory as like the the answer to everything, and it's not. But it also is who I am and right. something that I'm not going to change. And it's like people think it's all about sex, and I've been in like a thing where I've been had three relationships at once, and I think I was only sleeping with one person. Interesting. Like, I feel like it opens me up to have more relationships that are maybe not sexual. Right. Just because you don't have the bank on that. of You have to be compatible with everything. And uh, if you're not compatible, you have to be celibate. That's so true, though. I mean, yeah. Like, I do. You're right. I do think that there is a stigma on, on that being like, it's just, you just want to fuck everyone. Nah, nah. It's not like sometimes I want to tell people how, like, you know, sometimes I have a lot of sex. Sometimes I feel like I have less sex than monogamous people. Right. Because I'll accidentally be in like two relationships that, like, (laughs) like, great, I'm dating two asexual people at once. Yeah. (laughs) God. Is it? Here's my main question about that because I'm not having just trouble finding one person. Um, How is that for time management? (laughs) It's called Google Calendar. Know it, love it. <laughs> is it difficult to allocate time equally to everyone? 
Well, the thing is, it's not always about equal because there's some terms, like some people will say that, uh, let's say you might have a primary partner, like, right. you know, let's say you have like a husband or a wife, that could be mm-hmm. your primary. And then there's like somebody from Montreal that you care about a lot, but you might only see like every now and then, every now and then. And they're like, you still care about them and you're in love and they're your partner, they're a long distance partner, but you're not going to be allocating the same time. Right. Like, that's not how that works. Or it could be, you know, like some people might have like something like a relationship, like they might have a dom. Right. Or they see it once in a while, which is going to be different. And like, like, and there's like second or tertiary partners. Like some people yeah. don't like that because it feels like you're saying you're number one, you're number yeah. two. Like, yeah. again, everyone's different, but some people like those terminology and those like differences, right. but it's all about people's needs. Like if you have somebody you fuck on Thursdays, yeah, then that's the just Thursday. the person you like to fuck on Thursdays. They're the Thursday fuck. Yeah, the Thursday fuck. Yeah, it's like I want to be someone's Thursday fuck. And they're just like, oh yeah, like um, um, dinner's in the fridge. I'm going to fuck Fred. <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh my god, I'm so fascinated by that world because it's just not something I've ever experienced no. at all. And anyway, and like some people are like, there's so many different ways. Like some people are don't ask, don't tell. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to know. Right. But they're okay with it. And I am just like, like when I date someone, they're like my, usually like one of my best friends. And so I want to be just like, oh, how did that go? So are you like that? Are you like that with your partner now? Um, You guys are totally open about it? We're totally open. Again, we haven't had a lot of sex with other people. Oh, interesting. Okay. No. So it's like something that has, and also that's another to me, misconception. The fact that like, just because you're poly. Doesn't mean that you can be single Always. in poly or like you can yeah. just have one partner just because you haven't found the right person. Like, yeah, that's very just true. Just because like, like you're single. Yeah. And I'm with my partner. Yeah. And I haven't, qu- I, does it mean that I've, I'm still trying to date and I'm still going through the through issues and it isn't like you get automatically another partner? Uh-huh. uh-huh. No, that's so true. You just happen to now, right now. I have one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you have the options for others if yes, they come along. Yeah, and everything else is almost similar to maybe our dating experiences. Right. And I am prim- I'm primarily attracted to femmes or women. Right. And so I find it harder to find a girlfriend or a female partner when I'm dating a mask or a man or like male-identified partner. Because, ah. like, then it just, like, it almost seems like, like, people, because I'm sure, have you had people, like, message you being like, hey, do you want to fuck me my girlfriend? Yes, all the time. Yeah. Nobody, everyone is scared of those people, and I'm not trying, like, we are not those people, but yeah. it's one of those things that people don't approach you. When I had a girlfriend, oh my god, it was raining <laughs> penises. Oh! <laughs> guys what ultimate right like and it was one of those things that i was i was trans but that was like i looked i just kind of looked like a butch lesbian mm-hmm. and it's like one of those things i swear we need a fucking umbrella like wow. we could just like you know like and th- at that time we did have a lot of casual sex with other guys because that's what we did and it's like every relationship is different and my person i'm dating right now is oh maybe new term demisexual okay do you know what that is? Oh my god, I think I do. Because I think I, I talked about this on a... Actually, no, I, I totally <laughs> don't. Can you tell me what it is? I'm, you were so I, close. Please don't take this... Okay, wait, can I try to guess? Guess. Why not? Education. Yeah, this is ignorant cisgender. Wait, am I cisgender? Yeah, that cisgender um, is... Do you identify as a woman? Yes. Um, uh, do you have a vulva? 
Yes. I got one of them. You do. I'm cisgender straight woman. I'm the most boring. Like, th- I wish I was cooler. But okay, demisexual. What does demi mean? Like, I don't even. I don't even know. Where- Can you give me a hint? Uh, it's not about who you love. It's about how you love. Or how you fuck. Because I thought pansexual mm-hmm. was like when you fall in love with the personality. Yeah. It's not like there's no gender attached. It's yes. just you're just going about things. And if you happen to hit it off with someone, and you, then you're attracted to that person yeah. based on their personality. Yeah. You got is it. that kind of like demisexual? No. Do you want okay. me to tell you? Yeah, just tell me what it is. <laughs> well, it I'm kind of spiffling. is. It's a step in that. Okay. I find demi and pan are very... Like, if you're demi, you're often pan Mm -hmm. but um uh demi is uh when you cannot really have a sexual attraction without having like a strong emotional attachment like you're okay like if you're like in a club you're not gonna be like oh yeah that person's really hot or something like that you don't have that like physical attraction just to like a hot piece of ass interesting so it's more of a I need to get to know you. Yeah, like, you know, like, trust. You might, you might fall in love with your best friend or something. Right. And then you're like, and a lot of people always, like, I've heard some people feel like they were broken mm. because it's like they maybe didn't have a lot of sex with people or weren't attracted. Like, am I asexual? And, like, not that asexual is broken, but I feel like a lot of people in the ace community have felt like that before, like, knowing that it was okay. Right. But. And then realizing, like, oh, I am sexually attracted to people, but just... I just need more. Yeah, in a certain situation. Like, it has to be someone that you're connected to and, like... like Interesting. Emotions come first and then sex comes after once you, like... Like, because, like, my partner will talk about me because a lot of people will be like, oh, you're not gay because you're dating a trans guy because my partner is gay. Okay. Yeah, and then we're just like, no, I just... I love, he'll like tap my forehead. He's like, I love what's in there. Like that, that's sexy. Like you have a sexy brain. (laughs) That's really sweet. Mm -hmm. That's, hey, demisexuals, you do you. Like that's awesome. But it's funny how that's a weird thing. You can, in theory, wanting to to get to know somebody before they have sex with someone shouldn't be something you have to come out about. (laughs) No, no. Well, I mean, I think to a degree, I'm kind of like that too. Where I I need to like you, but that side I I don't think I need to get to know you on a crazy deep deep level. I just gotta like hanging around with you. Yeah. You know Which what I mean? Feel like hanging like that's around. That's kind like, of that's also pretty normal. That's pretty normal. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I have to think. I don't want. I don't want to hate you if we have sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just. But I, but there are people who can just really like really separate and yeah, just, just be like, like you're just a hot, but you're you're a fucking jerk, and I don't care. And I'm 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 not really like that. I think I've had moments like mm-hmm. that. I think we all have. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, but like that's not my MO. I'm not yeah. just like you're yeah. horrible and I hate your principles. Yeah, Get I'm in not, my bed. <laughs> I'm definitely not I'm not proud of it. Like I look back and I'm like, that's abusive to me. Like yeah. being treated like a piece of shit and having this be like my sexual partner. Like kind of done with that life I'm done with that I'd like I'd like a nice guy please one one nice guy can you just order I feel like I want can I use the bell for something that's yes. playing like yes. at that like yeah. at McDonald's like, hey, one nice gentleman please order at 
oh my god so this is this is crazy fascinating to me because you got a lot going on there but how did you meet your your partner we're we were friends for probably two years first Mm. and it just it just turned into more it was funny because um uh like just like oh, like a friend like a fandom like just yeah. geeky, geeky geeky things yeah. and what was like my past partner kind of introduced me to that world and that's how we just knew right like each other and it was kind of like when my my um, I had a relationship that ended in what last November and so it was like one of those things where I was just like I have some free time doing like I'm keeping busy yeah and I find it but like. I'm going to ask a question from you. Yes. Are you single a lot? Me? Yes. Um, I've oh. been single for like five years. <laughs> I've realized in the last 10 years, I have been single about 11 months. Wow. I'm a serial dater. Yeah. And a ser- See, I'm not. I'm the opposite. I'm a serial alo- alone- aloneist. Alo- alo- I'm a serial forever- single. I'm a forever aloneist. <laughs> Your shirt. <laughs> I, don't I should just yeah broken loud heart. and proud serial alonist ah uh, I it are you someone who would jump from relationship well to the relationship? thing is being poly it's like when you'd end one you still might have another one going you have a lot you have, always have someone on the roster kind of thing yeah so it's like, like yeah and then the rotation so even if I like lost a primary or something I still might be with somebody so by the time I'm with somebody again there's not a lot of gaps mm-hmm. so when I'm in a gapped time I think the longest a gap has been is six months okay. and that was it's been weird and I'm always just like okay like it's okay to be alone like I understand this and I'm trying to be very conscious of that and then as soon as I say that it's just like hello <laughs> <gasps> see yeah 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 and then they all come running in which is really kind of... That's what they say. But That's I'm they very say. weird. I don't understand it. I yeah. want people like, if you've met me, I'm just like, I'm not exactly this like stud dreamboat. <laughs> I'm real awkward, real <laughs> weird. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not awkward at all. You just showed up to some chick's house that you hardly know and you sat down and you're like, oh, we're gonna do I'm a bad Marino for that, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally thinking of like, what would Karen and Georgia think of this? No, I think they would approve because we knew we were each other's murderinos, like when we met. So I think that establishes a trust that we're not going to murder each other. At least not. This podcast got dark. (laughs) Real quick. Don't even remember what we're talking about right now. Polyamory. Woo. Polyamory to murder. Yeah. (laughs) Crossover. Sounds Um, like that should be on like the ID channel or something. Yeah. (laughs) I have a question. I do have a question. Okay, okay. Because. Oh, and it's about polyamory. Um, When you have... Okay, so when you're with a primary partner... Okay, yes. Let's say you're with your partner that you are now. Okay, let's get... Let's say you meet someone that you want to date. Yeah. Um, Do you expect that person... Like, obviously, you tell them, I'm polyamorous, I have a partner, are you okay with this? Do you have questions? Like, you give them the rundown. If there's someone who's like... Yeah, I'm open to it, but, like, I've never really done this before. I don't really know how I'm going to react. Is that a dead deal breaker for you? Open Do you like it. people I've, who... I've, I've date. Well, the thing is, 
I've dated people that like my current partner has never been in poly relationships. Not not. Oh, and so okay. my second, my last partner also ha- wasn't in one. And the thing is, I can tell who has a. Po- I know this sounds really cheesy. I can tell who has a poly heart. Interesting. It's like what if you're with somebody with a while. It's their the word. People's words aren't as loud as their actions. Yeah. So once you get to know somebody for a while, if I'm like actually interested in dating somebody, right? Then it's kind of like oh, like everything you've told me about your past and stuff you actually kind of are poly it's like i'm not gonna tell people who they are and stuff like that but like it seems like 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 if you're willing to try this and all your actions kind of your talk is working with your walk right then i'm okay with trying this but then you know still being aware and like talking to your primary about it like the person you already have in the picture Mm mm-hmm because it depends and sometimes like you might be just have somebody like and then so many things like you can start out with one person and then that new person might become more of a primary like things change like any relationship like it can be i feel like poly is just new complicated like just ways that happen naturally but just in uh, like there's just more possibilities of things getting weird because relationships grow like what so many relationships i've been in like that are like I haven't been with anyone else. Like, they might even end up not being sexual or stuff like that. I think it, it has room if you're not putting all this pressure on it, this relationship being a certain thing. Mm. And I find there's a lot more change oh, that can go on. Like, yeah. Like, oh, like, this is, we're kind of more like this, or I just want to have this sort of relationship. Yeah, and then there's people who probably jump into poly situations, and they probably realize... Oh God, this is not for me. Oh no, and then like abort, abort, abort. Do you think that that's super common? Like, oh, so, like people who want to jump, so kind of jump on the try and be like, "Yeah, I'll try it. I want to be open." Because like I'm sex positive, <laughs> but I know for a fact I could not do. I probably could not do that. <sighs> well, actually, I don't know. So that's the thing. I don't know. But then there's so many but combinations. Like, could you have a boyfriend and have a threesome? Yes. I've never done it, but I think I could do it. Yeah, and there's, like, different things. Like, there's also things where it's, like, doing everything together, like, exploring yeah. things. Like, if we looked at, like, a poly chart, I feel like, like, I'm not a swinger, but I feel like in, like, multiple love non-monogamy diagram, like, swinging and stuff is on it. Interesting. I think, like, don't quote, I feel like people that know, po- like, that are more academic about poly might be that, but, like, I've seen charts, I've seen Instagraphics. Ah, <laughs> like, I want to find an Instagraphic. <laughs> but, like, non-monogamy is, mm. like, you know, a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a huge thing. You can go from everything from, like, people call it, like, the 100-mile diet. Where, yeah. like, if you were in, um, uh, like, if your partner had to go to Hawaii for three years. Hmm. and like been like some people like i understand that this is hard and if you want to get some physical yeah yeah and it's like Mm -hmm. and some people are like as long as you tell me and some people like as long as you don't tell me yeah and it's (laughs) and it's so much about just honoring whatever contract uh in air quotes contract that relationship uh what you agree upon yeah Really is what it is. Because to me, like, ethical non-monogamy is different than polyamory. Like, I could be single and say I'm into ethical non-monogamy because I just want to sleep around. That doesn't mean I'm polyamorous, though. Like, in my mind, that's how I see it because I'm like... Because eventually I'm going to meet someone and want to be monogamous. And when that that happens, bye-bye. Yeah. All the boys that I'm not fucking right now. (laughs) 
You're new to this podcast, but yeah, I haven't gotten laid in a long time. So there we go. That's why people start. That's on the table. Start all media. I feel like all <laughs> art is because of some sort of like either you're not getting laid or like something. <laughs> yeah. A lot of this is like I'm getting a lot of love advice from like various couples and I'm having a lot of single people on and it's really cool. Like it's really given me a lot of like perspective during this awful dry sprout that I'm going through. So if like two boys that were dating each other were like, hey, do you want to like like two guys who are dating? Yeah. I don't know. Let's I don't know. That's actually a really good question. I feel like it was one guy like two gay men if they or like two queer men obviously they were like you yeah (laughs) would I be down I would be I I think I would be down for a devil's three way is it the devil's three way that's what they call it the devil's three way two guys and a girl why isn't that a band is that a (laughs) band it is now are we are we are we starting to band apparently we need one other guy obviously Mm. whenever I've thought about the threesome thing Mm -hmm. I've always thought about it with a guy and a girl but But, I feel like that's just because I feel like I'd be more comfortable because yeah, well, I, I feel like because you said you're like hetero, yeah. And I was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do never heteros done, do? <laughs> never done, never done the vag, but, but but like you'd be able to like. Also, there's like, I'm say I've there, had my share of threesomes, but I've had my share of threesomes. Have you? And also, like you know, like you do not have to have threesomes to be poly, but you can. It's like some yeah. people sometimes are like afraid to like mention that. Like I'm like mention that they have threesomes because they think that like cheapens it if you're like no I'm not a swinger I'm poly and it's like well you can have sex if it who wants to have sex you can have sex yeah so, but yeah I've definitely had a lot of threesomes and I feel like there's like different ways that you can do it like sometimes I find it like just like it's like a team like I've had threesomes where like maybe like like one of me and my ex-girlfriends we didn't have we didn't like to have sex with each other when we're having threesomes. It's almost like this guy's coming. We're just gonna be real helpful, and we were oh just like, "Oh my god!" And then yes. it's like, "You guys can just like, yeah, we can, but we do this every night. You it's are like, a guest. It's like you a, are the dick of honor. It's a team effort to get this guy out. Yeah, I love team efforts. Like it's yeah. almost like yeah. it's like fun. You're doing an art project together, and like oh you kind god. of like know each other very well. And it's just like you want to do that thing that we do. Like yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I've never done the threesome thing. Like, there's never so done many it. options. It's not like if you were, like, scared of, like, DP or stuff. There's, like, That's I don't... what I'm scared of. Also, why does... Why does P always have to go into the V? I feel like as someone who's queer, I'm just like, why does that... I said threesomes. I said nothing about that going in that. Oh, hey. Yeah. No, yeah. You, you raise a good point. It could be mouth. It, it could be it, butt. It yeah, could there's be, so many combinations. It could be, yeah, yeah. Ear? No, 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 no. no. That's, not ear. I've heard of lots of other random things in outer course and stuff. Ear is not one I've heard of. Oh, we're car? Okay, oh. hang on. Whoa. Hold the presses. Did I just drop Hold another the bomb? Outer course? Is that like just like... Like okay, what's intercourse? Yeah, like in your body. Yes, like, like orifices. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like insertion. Right? Yes. Yeah, a yeah, hand yeah. job would technically be outer course. Okay, and like, would oral be outer course? No, I don't. In my like, let me know if I'm wrong, but I think that's an orifice. So that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because intercourse usually it's like you know like, can I say anal and vaginal? Can I <laughs> yes! just be like this? this like pull your grade like eleven sex ed t shirt. <laughs> this 
episode should just be sex ed 101 202 that was like one of my dreams i love doing like sex positive stuff i've done workshops on how to make your own strap-on harness at a bike tube like she loves you you are blown my mind you're gonna have to come back on i think you're gonna have to come back on like because we're not even like the the iceberg of what is coal is like I'm only getting the the tip. Oh God! Oh, I, I, didn't, I, I, I really See? I really didn't want to say it, but I said it. Um, holy shit! So yeah, you wanted to be like a sex educator. You what? should totally just do that. Well, I am not the educated person. Ah. I'm very like school of hard knocks of everything I know. But just like, put that on the resume. But I School love, but I love doing that kind of as just like I love doing things about sexual orienting. Like I've done a, a workshop on um, uh, dollar DIY and Dollarama sex toys. Oh my! Like, stuff okay. like that. Like next just, episode. Next episode. <laughs> like I'll do stuff that's kind of fun, but it's still like you know Safe consent. And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Put little bits of like boring like important stuff with the um uh, guess with the fun with stuff this. yeah yeah totally oh my god that's awesome holy shit so yeah we are only yeah touching the surface of this but um oh my god where's my mind going now okay we were talking um, about Polly, right we were talking about Polly. <laughs> you mentioned in the facebook chat that you said you mentioned uh bdsm yes so are you active in that community as well hell yeah <laughs> so are you a dom or a sub or both oh i want you to guess oh god <laughs> this is i can't believe you're doing this to me <sighs> dom i am like the subbiest sub oh my god <laughs> really? but i have i do switch a lot with my partners oh okay like because you know you have to i for you have to you know, give give back the favor sometimes. You don't have to, but it just makes things easier. Yeah, I don't understand. Because, like, just in sex in general, just so like, no, I like, you can be this, like, oh, I love oral sex. I don't feel like giving. You still have to give it sometimes. You can't be like, oh, I want all the attention. Yeah, <laughs> still, like, you know, being a good partner. Yeah, it's very, very important. <laughs> Interesting. But so, I've actually learned to, like, I always thought I would never be dominant whatsoever, but I feel like... I'm almost demi kink. Once I'm connected to somebody, like I can like that part. You of can me will switch come around. Out. Yeah, I'm like a demi yeah. dom. Yeah, because if you're, <laughs> yeah, if your partner is into being a sub, like, what would sex with two subs be like? It would be very. Like, oh, I oh, just. I only seem to date subs. Oh. It's ridiculous because, because in a way, your mind is probably like attracted to that because Similar. that's what you are. You know? It can be, yeah. It can be quite weird and it's just like, you can try to put on the hat for each other, but sometimes, like, I've definitely lost relationships because, like, we're both two subs. Yeah. It doesn't work. And it doesn't quite work. No. But then, like, sometimes it can be fun because I find sometimes subs can be even more... Domish than doms. Well, I mean, because, because subs, you, you know, you, you kind of know the tricks. You're yeah. good at doing in the bravado. Like you're yeah. better at acting. Yeah. Because uh-huh. like dominant people, that's actually you know their personalities and their wants and needs. But if you're just putting on a good ad for your partner, just because like it's your birthday, let's do this thing, then you're just like reeling with like the theatrics, let's like smoke machine sort of thing. Yeah. Like, being that stereotype that they just might want that night. You know what I mean? Interesting. 
But yeah, that is something that is like really part of my personality. And sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like it's not even like sexual. Like mm-hmm. it's just, I think that's when I figured that out about myself. And like the, my things make more sense when I'm talking about that first experience of my sexual experience in my high school. It might make more sense that I was just like, like that, that when I think I realized I was really kinky. Because he's like, <laughs> just blow me. And you're like, just blow me. If and you don't like, like it, cool. And I was like, all right, great. I'll do it. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, so, and here's what I'm wondering about. And I'm probably going to have some guests on soon that's going to, are going to talk about this as well. But like the, the BDSM community in Halifax, are there, if you are someone who, let's say you're just someone who's discovered that about themselves, that they're mm-hmm. into that. How do you go about getting into that community? Okay. As um, someone who's alone. Like, because I feel like with these things, like, there's probably parties and stuff. But, like, fuck, I would never want to go to one of those things alone. Like, that, how awkward would that be? Like, okay. me at the podcast panel. Do you like podcasts? <laughs> do you like... Do you like being spanked? Like, I like do. fisting? Like, <laughs> just like popping my head around the corner, like just I trying to a mental almost image, image of it. That yeah, is great. But okay, so if if you're like, there's two options. You can go online, and mm-hmm. there is a there's basically something that is like Facebook for kinky people. It's called FetLife.com. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, and you know, like you put up it's. You put a profile and but the thing is, don't go just trying to find people. What that is for is events. You yeah. go to the little event thing, you put in that you're in Halifax, and you go to a munch or a coffee meet or like munch. Um, it's not as dirty as it sounds. It's like going to a restaurant. Okay. Okay. I my my head went to random acts of muff dive, which is a subreddit Reddit, which is when you meet up with people to just go down on you. And there's parts of the random, internet I do not know. Random <laughs> acts of muff dive. Yeah, it exists, people. I almost had an ad on there. Very anyway. Uh, don't put that in Sarah. <laughs> this just I'm not quite demisexual, but I need a little more. Like, then take a girl here for your take yeah. a girl out for a drink. Just get me a lot of compliments, and then maybe I'll let you do that. But like the, the idea of someone knocking on my door and being like, "Okay, let's do this," like, like no that scares strings, me. Strings attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fat life. So fat life. That would probably be like the first. That step. would be the first thing because then you can find like because there's so many things like people think that like I'm like oh I'm going to a fat meet and they think oh you're having like the things are so like there's <laughs> there's so little anything in like the public stuff and they're like it's if you want to do anything sexual that's going to be maybe at a private party after a lot of like being vetted which I don't know if you know what that word it no, means. Oh, what is that? Holy shit, you're teaching me so much. <laughs> and you're just like, the cold dictionary. Yeah, cold dictionary. <laughs> but vetted, like, like V-E-T-T-E-D? I think. Yeah, but okay. I'm like, But it would be more like if I was going to bring you to a party. Uh, like, it, like, if you want to go to a party, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the thing is, 
like you'd be like, do I know anyone who goes to this stuff? And you could be like, you could just message me being like, hey, cool. Like, are you going help, like, help help help. And I'd be like, yeah, I would like let the person like, oh, I know Sarah. Like, she's really, Oh, like, so you just kind of pass on a good word. Yeah. Kind of yeah, because you just don't want, especially with single men. That's uh, kind of yeah. like a, yeah, because you don't want just like a bunch of skeeves just thinking they're just going to bone everyone. Like, mm-hmm. it's not really, I'm, I'm not saying it's not about that, but what in the community and part that I see, it's really not about that. Hmm. Interesting. You know, like, you do that at home. Yeah. Or, like, a kind of, like, a very private, like, like party. Or there there are, like, there are orgies and stuff that exist. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm not, like, you know, like, I went to one. Had a good time. Where does one back. find orgies in Halifax? We're asking the important question. That's not ever my deal. So, like, asking about orgies is just, like, I know a guy. Like, if you were, yeah. like, if you were just, like, I really want to go to orgy, give me an hour. I could get, find you, you a link. <laughs> I wonder if, like, like, um, like online, like Kijiji. I would not trust that. that. I would not, I tr- would not the trust thing that is, either. Of course, on that life, there's personals. Oh, okay, that would. But be. like, you know, it's all about being safe and all that sort of mm. stuff. But for me, I would just like if anyone's listening, the answer is go into your city, look at that life, find munches. And it's, like, super safe. You can just... I know people who just went to the munches for, like, a year. Interesting. And it's, like, yeah, it's finding people that you might connect with or you can at least oh. just be honest. Like-minded people. Yeah. Like, you know, you make a joke. Mm-hmm. Just, like, how we, like, make jokes about sex. You might, make, like, you might see something that, like, is you're not going to get unless you're really kinky. You just, like, giggle at something on the menu. And it's just, you know, being just around your people and having a good time. And then... And then, like, there's also a place called so- Society of Bestet. Look okay. them up online. There is a fetish club. Oh, okay. Um, uh, you will also find them if this is locally. Mm-hmm. But every, like, so many places have their fetish clubs. And once you get online, once you get on Fat Life, you're going to mm-hmm. find it's not going to take you long. You go to a couple of matches, you're going to find out where your fetish clubs are, where the parties are. Yeah. And, you know, just like, Take it slow. Like, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. Have don't overwhelm to, yourself. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like. Crazy. And I think people are so shocked about how boring it can be. Yeah, people probably think it's all just, like, people in latex, like, whipping each other. And... Yeah, and there's some people I've seen at parties that I've never seen them do anything sexual. Or, like, They're just hanging out. Yeah, like, there are people that I just, like, I just always see them with, like... With like an orange juice. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the sex party drink of choice? <laughs> well, at like at Bestet, it's a dry event. Oh, okay. Because you know you're doing you things be- that like you're like you you're doing if you're doing flogging oh, or yeah, something like that. You don't want to be drunk and you don't want to have any intoxicants on either person. All about consent. No. So like, no intoxicants unless it's. My podcast. <laughs> well, you get the new sponsor. <laughs> I would love to get like a like sex toy place or like some sort oh, of that sex would be that would be sponsor because I don't think they would care. Um, Who Jesus, what else can I even ask you? I don't even know. I feel like we just hit the BDSM thing. Like, I know. I don't even know if you like. Would you want to like even cut that for a different? episode oh no this will all be okay. one episode but you're coming back on okay like we like, might even like get that a bit i feel like there that's a whole episode on itself i but it does, yeah but, but to me poly and kink is i think when i go to poly function sometimes i feel like there are 80 percent people i know from the kink scene 
Mm, and okay. So you bring up a great point here, mm-hmm. and this is what I want to bring up. Um, it's been brought to my attention that a lot of people seem to think, like, if you're poly, then you're in the kink world. And that's not always the case. That's not, that doesn't make any sense. It just right? happens to so be true of people that are connect because it makes sense that in in the kink world where sometimes like obviously not all kinky people are poly mm. but it makes more sense that if you have different relationships like oh this is my girlfriend and this is my 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 sub or my slave right. like the thing is like you might have three or four different relationships especially if you're like a switch then like yeah yeah, yeah you might have a dom you might have a sub and then you might have your wife who is like kinky but might not have any of those interests or stuff like that so true there's but so it, many I, do you combos. think it's because do you think it's because the kink people are just way more out there that this misconception is happening maybe <sighs> like in the maybe possibly the media, and i think like, it's also maybe just like i don't even know in the media i didn't even know that was a thing just in my local scene it's like very true yeah and yeah. I thought it might just because of who's organizing the events and stuff like that. It might be just something very, you know, practical. Interesting. Yeah. But if you know that it's like a general overarching theme, then it might just be a place where where people feel accepted. Yeah. Because you're already weird or you're already not out about that. Like Yeah. Interesting. It's like this whole world that like I have no idea about, but I'm. I'm but so you're super like cool with it. I'm like, so cool with it and so curious about it, yeah. and I have so much respect for people who just like own it. Because I take, don't have a choice. That takes confidence. <laughs> Some confidence, you know. I feel like I can't mask who I am. I'm not good. Like I wasn't, but like no, I think I can't. Like yeah. it's not a choice. I'm just pretty pretty weird and out there and it's funny when people don't realize I'm something like someone's like you're kinky and I'm like really? Yeah, you yeah, weren't yeah. aware? Like, <laughs> and I just realized now that I'm getting older because I used to be kind of balls to the wall with everything like just mm. like I used to go by like a different name and like just like like a punk name that was like a noun yeah, yeah. <laughs> like di- like dyed hair wore all of one neon color and like wow crazy and just like oh, I was also on disability for a couple of years so I was just mm. like I was like well I can't work anyway then I'm gonna like, play yeah well why do I, I I don't have to to be normal or like not get tattooed mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. or not do a tattoo with India ink and a um uh, a sewing needle. Is that what your tattoo's from? Yeah. Damn shit. That's badass. I also wanted yeah. So let's get this straight. We've been talking for an hour and fifteen minutes. Oh god damn it. <laughs> you used to want to be a nun. Yes. Recap. And then you're like, I'm a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> but then you gave a like a hallway blowjob and you're like, nah, nah, nah. I'm also uh, polyamorous. I, I don't want to be monogamous. Yeah. And then you were like, I want to be a guy. <laughs> and now you're just <laughs> living life. Yeah, and I felt like once I was just like, I'm a dude. This makes sense. I was more okay with dick. I think I realized I was... <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what it takes. Maybe that's what it takes. I think I felt like people, guys were trying to make me straight. 
Like, I felt like it was straight sex, and I felt weird about it, and mm-hmm. I think once I was just like, I'm also just, I'm all the gay. Yeah. I'm full. I'm, <laughs> it goes from bi, like, were you ever bi? Did you say bi at one point? I am just dealing with the fact that I am, that I am um, pan. Right. Like, even yeah. though a couple years ago, I'm just like, no, I don't like dudes i'm just dating one <laughs> right okay so was, pan is your i think you're at. this is the first time like i'm outing myself saying these words for the first Ooh. time ever like, i guess i date boys i date girls i guess that makes me pan there i'm okay with that oh my god that gets a ding that gets a ding intoxicated exclusive right here yeah. you got a lot of life going on there man and i i left some chapters out you <laughs> I feel like this is just the this would this episode is the whatchamacallit? Um not the epilogue. What's is that the epilogue? Like before the, the start of the book. The meat? Yeah. Yeah, it's the epilogue of you. Um, You're maybe, also like stroking me goes so much. I'm like, I'm not really that interested. No, like, I've, I've, you like, don't under subjects you, that are kind of like three noteworthy. subjects? What the fuck? You got so many subjects. Like, do you know how boring my life is? I'm just you know how boring my life is now, though. <laughs> I feel like when you say all these things, you think that I do more than just like mm, listen to podcasts in my jammies, like when you, I'm home. <laughs> but you have past experiences yes. that you can draw on, and you're on a journey in a way, yeah. right? I think I'm dealing with being less interesting. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a little bit like once 30 hit, it was stereotypically like life changing. Like, uh. <laughs> I feel like, and my episode 30 is coming up soon, and I'm going to have two of my girlfriends on, and we're just going to talk about being 30. Um, it's weird because when you're in your late 20s, they're like, just wait for 30. You're going to be so empowered, and you're going to just, you're going to have a new lust for life. And I'm just like, it's September, my birthday's in March, and I'm going to be 31, and I'm still waiting on that empowerment. Where? Where? Where is it? Like, because I've, I've actually, since starting the podcast and, like, kind of taking on more work, you know, in addition to a day job, I'm, like, losing track of taking care of myself. Um. Because I'm really focused on... Like, okay, I have a job, I have the show to maintain, so I, I want to hear everyone's stories. It's all about the guests, the guests, the guests. And it's like, I'm not making my own stories. You've kind of lost Oh, shit, things got deep. Yeah, you kind of, like, it's all about self-care. And, and that's where I'm at now, where I'm, like, I'm trying to make it more of a priority to, like, take a couple nights a week where it's, like, I just need to live. Like, whether that be, like, dating or anything, because I want stories, too. <laughs> like that just got me like I need to make oh? my own stories like I was like oh right oh, that is deep because you listen to a lot and you know too like when you listen to podcasts in a way it's like you're it's like you're friends with these people in a way because you're listening to them every week and I think that's why podcasts like there's certain podcasts that have that big following that's why I think Georgia and Karen from my Georgia and Karen murder are like so like because it feels like they're your friends yeah yeah, and like you can almost forget when you're listening to them that you're not just like listening to like almost like a conversation, Strangers. like with like 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 you have mute in a group chat. Yeah, like. <laughs> no, exactly. And I feel like I listen to music less. I'm I'm such a music person, but lately it's been like podcasts, podcasts, podcasts. It's like all about the podcast, and it's like yeah, it's it's a great world, and I hope 
that someone's listening to this now and think this is really meta and (laughs) thinking that we're their friends friends. yeah um i'm so glad that you brought me here oh my god (laughs) you're home you're welcome home and you're gonna come you're coming back on okay you essentially don't have a choice because we we didn't really talk in detail about the trans thing i would love to do an episode about that there's so much there's so much to talk about okay this is part one this is this is part one part one of cole of many parts (laughs) (laughs) many orifices and many parts I'm so scared I didn't scare you off. Like, my worst nightmare was, like, you would come in here and be like, I'm leaving. This girl's a bitch. Yeah, I feel like yeah, before we're just like, okay, so what's, are you, like, are you, like, raunchy? Or are you going to get offended yeah. by stuff? And yeah. like, before we started this, I was just like, okay, so here's how I am. That's how you are. I think we're going to be. We're going to be. I was like, I just like the, like, I, I love raunchiness as, like, long as it's not, like, from who it is, like, how do I explain this? It has to be from the right perspective. Perspective, yeah. Like, what is it? Talking about gallows humor can only be funny when you're on the gallows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can't be, like, somebody else making fun of other people. Mm. Like, if it's their own, like, life experience, yeah. then it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, you shouldn't, <clears throat> shouldn't speak to things you don't know anything about either. And I think we're standing on our gallowses. <laughs> I'm standing on the, I don't know a lot, please tell me what these words mean. Um, but honestly, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. And is there any, any last words or any, anything you want to end the show with? Um, like some people will like say their Instagrams or whatever, but I don't, I don't, I don't have anything I need to be plugged right now. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is my life. Me, on the other hand, <laughs> I could use some plugs. I think we're done. Yeah, like that's Call it. it quits. Yeah, that's the end of it, guys. But thanks so much, for Cole, for coming on. Thanks for coming to a random person's house that you hardly know and sitting down and, uh, like, talking about some personal shit, man. Like, don't... thank you. I... Yeah. I hope that maybe there's somebody that. In some kind of way. And if there's somebody that actually was just like, oh shit, like, if you want to get in contact with Sarah, get in contact with me. Like, totally, if there's somebody who's just like, me. Yeah. (laughs) And please let us know. Like, comment, leave a review, anything. Um, Questions. Let us know if you enjoyed this because we could make this a repeating segment. Um, Who knows? Like, who knows what will happen? If there's a certain part because of just like, here's like 18 different parts of me. If there's like this part, talk about this thing, then maybe we know what to do? Yeah. (laughs) This was very much an overview. I'm sure that what we can do in the future is focus in more you basically did an interview i did like an interview <laughs> and like um like especially bdsm is something that i want to talk about more because it's something i'm super fascinated about um and for sure you'll be back for that 100 so okay thanks so much for coming on and let's end it with a cheers cheers and ring that bell bye bye oh, oh wait karen and georgia ready one two Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>